Lisa likes the window seat at night, the lights below that tell her she's nearly home. Then there's the lights she can't see, the runway lights we power to bring her plane safely into land. And because at Energia we also power all of Ireland's streetlights, Lisa's taxi home is that bit safer too. And no prizes for guessing who powers her house. Welcome home, Lisa. Energia, the power behind your power. All right, welcome back to another episode of Sleep Fantasy. I'm one of your co-hosts here today, Richard Frere, also known as Intern Rich. My name is Jeff. Alongside with me today is Armando Crespo. How you doing today, Armando? I'm doing good, guys. I just want to make a quick announcement. We're going to be changing the name of the podcast to Mondo Dick Show. Um, yeah, because... Because he's Armando. Yeah, he's Armando, and I'm Richard. So, that's it. No Dale, no Christian here today. Thank God. I thought I thought our last episode was pretty damn good without them. So, I'm very happy to do this again. Um, of course, you can follow us at EatSleepFF. That's our Twitter handle there, and of course, eatsleepfantasy.com. Anything you want to talk about here, Armando? No, no, not at all. Uh, It's great weather here in San Francisco, and uh, I'm excited to be alive. Give us us an update on that boat. Um, I'm currently adding the roof to the boat and working on electrical at the same time. Oh, my God. I know I fucked it up really bad last time, but I I think I got it down. I read a couple, I watched a couple YouTube videos. Everything's going to be fine. Oh, you watch a YouTube video? Ah, you're good to yeah. go then. That's yeah. it. That's They're like need. 15 minutes each. I'm good. They're, I got 30 minutes of knowledge. We're, we're fine. Forget, uh, you know, electrical, you know, certification and all that, right? Don't, well, don't need it. Why the hell do people spend money on that? They could just watch YouTube. Exactly. Get the fuck out of here. Are you going to have this finished by this season or what? Yeah, I think so. Probably by mid-October, it'll be all good to go. All right. So about a month then. Yeah. All right. All right, well, like I said, it is going to be a two-man show here today. We're going to go ahead and talk about some quick news and notes, and then we'll go ahead and we'll go over our Week 2 matchups. So we'll just go ahead and jump right into it then. So the first piece of news is, sorry, Richard, uh, is Chris Ivory is back with the team after being hospitalized for several days. We don't know why he was in the hospital. He let out a nice little note thanking his fans and the Jaguars for their support, but we don't know why he was in the hospital. He's back with the team. It doesn't look good that he'll be playing this week, so plan on starting Yeldon if you have him. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it with the Chris Ivory show. Yeah, I mean, he hasn't made his debut yet. Obviously, he was out last week. So, I mean, hopeful ho- hopeful for a speedy recovery for Chris Ivory. Man, I want to see what he looks like over there in Jacksonville. All right, next up is Russell Wilson. He expects to play on Sunday against the Los Angeles Rams. Now, of course, Ndamukong Sue was stepped on the ankle last week against the Dolphins. And uh, he's been recovering from that. He has, he wasn't he, he was wearing a boot on Sunday, but then already by Monday he wasn't in the boot anymore, which is great news. But he 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 is still recovering from that. I'm still gonna I'll still go ahead and roll him out here this week. Um, you know, what about you, Armando? Are you gonna play him if you have him? Nah. Well, I don't have him, and I'm glad I don't have him. I did hear an interesting story from you, Richard. You traded away Russ. You traded away Derek Carr. And Duke Johnson for Arian Foster and who else? Jalen Richard. Because why? Your starting quarterback is Russell Wilson. That's why you did the trade. Yes. I just want to hear I want to hear your mindset on this. Yes. Yeah. Right? If I have Russell Wilson, I would like to have a good backup right now, personally. Well, 
I mean, I I saw that on the on the waiver wire already. There was a few quarterbacks still left there since it's only a one quarterback league. So if worst comes to worst, I I do still have the option of picking somebody up uh, to fill in if Russell Wilson ends up missing any time. But because I have such a strong starting running uh, starting quarterback, I didn't feel the need to keep somebody as good as Derek Carr when I can go ahead and get some value from him. My running backs in that league are Devontae Freeman and Mark Ingram. So if anything happens to Devontae Freeman, I might have to go ahead and plug in Arian Foster in there. So that's that's what I was thinking there. All right. I want to make a quick board bet. What's that? Derek Carr finishes the season with more fantasy points than Russell Wilson from week two on. Okay, sure, I'll take that. <laughs> That's all right. You're gonna you're gonna that, put. Listen, uh, that, I want to make it clear that that counts. Like, even if he doesn't finish the season. That's fine. We're you're betting on him completing the season, if, even if he misses a game. I'm I'm betting on doesn't matter if he plays all games or not. Does that make sense? Really? It's not a point. All right, game yeah, basis. that's fine. That's fine. I'll take him. Russell Wilson's good. All right. Sounds good. All right. Next up, Andrew Luck was limited in practice Thursday, but he should be fine for Sunday. Uh, T.Y. Hilton also did not practice on Thursday. He practiced in full yesterday on Wednesday, so a little, little disheartening there to see that he he didn't practice today. Maybe he's just getting a day off. Either way, for you T.Y. Hilton owners out there, you just want to go ahead and, and keep an eye on this going into the weekend and see if if he was just taking a day off or if he is actually experiencing a nagging injury there. Uh, speaking of injuries, Rob Gronkowski was practicing again on Thursday, so that's good news. I want to see him back on the field there. Uh, Devontae Freeman was a full participant in practice on Thursday as well after dealing with a quadricep injury. And Julio Jones remains limited at practice as well. So all things to consider going into the weekend here. Any other bits of news you want to talk about there, Armando? Not really. No, nothing really exciting. Oh, um, Philip Rivers did release a statement saying that he wanted Tyrell Williams to catch a lot of balls this year. They need him to catch a lot of balls. So whoever wasted a waiver on him, Whoever got him in free agency, that's great things to hear because, you know, hopefully he fills in a Keenan Allen role. He's a Keenan Allen light, maybe, or light, light. All right, yeah. I mean, that's how you feel? I hope so. I got him off <laughs> Were free agency. Were you one agency, of those? So. <laughs> uh, that's, that's why you're so hopeful on it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we'll go, let's go ahead and jump into these week two matchups here. All right, we'll start off then with Thursday Night Football. It is going to be the New York Jets against the Buffalo Bills. Who do you have going in this game here? Um, I picked the Jets this week. Um, I don't believe in Rex Ryan whatsoever, and I don't believe in Ryan Tannehill. I don't believe in Sammy Watkins, so personally... Why'd you say Ryan Tannehill? Oh, fuck. What the fuck is his name? Rex Ryan. (laughs) (laughs) Look, you said, I don't believe in Rex Ryan. I don't believe in Ryan Tannehill. What? Tyrod Taylor. I'm sorry. Tyrod Taylor. Did I say Tyrod Taylor? Now you did. Okay. All right. Sorry. You, you threw me off my game. Go ahead, Richard. You pick it up. All right. So, uh, of course, I have the Jets winning this game here as well at the Buffalo Bills. Uh, Sammy Watkins, he's, he's he's experiencing a nagging injury there. Uh, he's expected to play. He is going to be playing in some pretty significant pain. I currently have Watkins at number 45 this week. So, much, much, lo- much, much lower than I would have him normally. Uh, because of that injury and because they are playing a pretty tough New York Jets defense. Um, I've got LaShawn McCoy at number 12 this week, Tyrod Taylor at number 22. And then for the uh, New York Jets side of the ball, I've got Matt Forte at number 9, Brandon Marshall number 9, and Eric Decker number 27. I know Brandon Marshall didn't have a good week last week, but I am expecting him to go ahead and bounce back this week against the Bills, who did give up the 10th most fantasy points last year to the wide receiver position. 
Yeah, I currently have Brandon Marshall ranked 15. Um, I do believe that the Thursday night curse continues. Wide receivers don't typically have great games. It's more of a running game. I have Matt Forte ranked a little higher than I usually would because it is Thursday night. So just something to keep in mind moving forward. I personally feel like running backs are more important on Thursday night games versus Sunday night games, if that makes sense. I just feel like they don't have enough time to prepare for games, and they tend to run the ball a lot more, at least in the first half. All right. Uh, next up, then, is the New Orleans Saints at the New York Giants. We all remember what happened last year when these two met up, right? There was, what was it, like 13 touchdowns being thrown or 15 touchdowns. It was it was ridiculous. Um, do you expect any fireworks here again this week? Yeah. I If I have a New York Giants wide receiver, I'm starting him. That goes for Sterling Shepard. That goes for Victor Cruz. And we're starting a new segment on this podcast. We're picking our boys every week. And this week, my boys are the wide receiving core of the New York Giants. I don't care which one it is. All five of them. You start all of them. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm exaggerating, but Ty's going to have a good game. Donnell should have a decent game. And that goes for Cruz, Shepard, and Odell Beckham. I expect all three of them to go for at least a touchdown each. Yeah, I've got Victor Cruz ranked number 35 myself. I've got Sterling Shepard at number 32. And then, of course, OBJ. I have him as my number one wide receiver this week, just like you do. Yeah, it's going to be beautiful. Yep. Yeah. Uh, as far as the uh, on the New Orleans side of the ball, of course, Drew Brees, he's... He, played a ridiculous game last year against the Giants he had a great week one his wide receivers had a great week one as well uh, Brandon Cooks and Willie Sneed do you think Willie Sneed is going to repeat last week I don't think there's any way he has that type of game ever again his entire career I do believe him I do believe he's a flex starter you have Sneed starting your flex especially against the Giants but so that game that game was just so fucking ridiculous I just can't I can't see him getting that many yards again well, considering what happened last year with the Saints and the Giants, where there was so many points scored in the air, would you, if you, if you're a Willie Sneed owner, would you hold on to Sneed for one more week and hope that the the Sneed non-believers actually get on that hype train and then you sell high on him, or do you try to sell high on him now? I I, I sell high on him now, but if you can't trade him away, it's perfectly fine. I had him ranked 28. That's a that's a low end number two, high end flex. He's definitely worth keeping if you want him. I mean, New Orleans does throw the ball, and he's definitely the number two target over there. So if you can't trade him away for an upgrade, someone you might rely on a little more, you know, that's fine. Sneed's going to be very good as a flex starter. And if you have him, start him at your flex, especially against the Giants this week. Yep, this week I've got Brandon Cooks at number five, and I have Willie Sneed at number 20. So I'm actually a little high on Sneed this week. Uh, I don't think he's going to get 170-something yards and, you know, a couple scores. But, you know, I do expect him to have a pretty decent game, maybe, you know, 90 to 100 yards and a touchdown. Yeah, on the other side, I like Mark Ingram a lot. Yeah, I haven't currently, I haven't ranked number five, and I feel like he's gonna be. They're gonna be running the rock. Last week, they didn't give him nearly as many touches as they should have, considering they were up by so much, and then they ended up losing the game because they didn't run the ball. But yeah, Mark Ingram's definitely worth a start if you have him. He's my number one running back in my keeper league, so I love him. Um, I have him ranked five. You have him six, and Tim Hightower is the backup to own to Mark Ingram, who does have injury history. Yep. What do you have Fleener this week? Do you think he's gonna he's gonna actually you know play I'm, much better? I'm I'm really low on Fleener. I have him ranked 15. Until he shows anything more than one catch, I'm I'm staying away from him. I have Virgil Green above him, Martellus Bennett, Dwayne Allen. I I just don't see that happening. You have him at 12. I've got him at 12. I, I think it's fine. I mean, you draft him as your top tight end. You have to start him. But Jesus Christ, that's ugly. 
That was just terrible. (laughs) All right, next up then we have the Tennessee Titans at the Detroit Lions. Of course, last week, DeMarco Murray had a pretty awesome game. He had a couple scores and, uh, you know, plenty of yards to go with it. What do you think think he's going to be doing this week? I think he's going to be doing much of the same thing. The Lions let let a lot of points get through last week against Andrew Luck and Frank Gore. Uh, I think he's going to have a pretty good game. If you have him, start him as your number two running back. And uh, Derrick Henry, I would I don't personally trust him this week just yet. I mean, he didn't get very many carries last week. So if they're going with the run back, the one running back set, just keep keep him on your bench until they show something else. Murray does have injury history, so if you have Henry, hold on to him. Yeah, it definitely looked like they were feeding they were they were feeding one beast and not both uh, last week. So I, I would definitely roll out the Marco Murray with 100% confidence this week. I have him at number 13. Derrick Henry, while I was high on him before, um, I don't see him as as a person that you want to go ahead and start every week. Uh, you know, so definitely if you have him, you know, stash him just like Armando said, but nothing more than that. Uh, what about the quarterbacks here in this game? Uh, what do you think of Matthew Stafford? If you have Matthew Stafford. Last week, he was amazing. I currently have him ranked eight. And a lot of people have him as their bench quarterback. And he's going to be better than most of those guys this week. He has a great matchup against Tennessee, who let Sean Hill, you know, threw the ball on him. I mean, Adrian Peterson didn't do shit last week. And, you know, so Tennessee does not have a good pass defense, in my opinion. So, yeah, yeah I've got Matthew Stafford. Yeah, I've got Matthew Stafford myself at number six. He did have a great week last week. Um, definitely expecting a lot of the same here this week. You know, the, the receiving core that he has, Marvin Jones, he's got, um, you know, Golden, Golden Tate. Tate. He's got Theo Riddick as well, catching the ball a ton out there. So he definitely has a lot of weapons there. I'm hoping for a good game out of Eric Ebron as well. So we'll definitely go ahead and see what happens here this week. Uh, what about the Titans receivers? What are you feeling about Tajay mm. Sharp this week? I like Tajay Sharp a lot. I'm not on the train yet. I, I know I'm going to be late on the train. I currently have him number 37. Yep, I've got um, him 40. It's a run-heavy team. So a wide receiver in that offense isn't that important, but he's definitely worth stashing on your bench. He's was definitely worth the waiver wire pickup. If they keep throwing in the ball, Kendall Wright's going to come back pretty soon. He's not going to come back this week, but I feel like when he comes back, Kendall Wright will be back to his old place. He'll be the number one. Tajay Sharp will be the number two. Andre Johnson will be viable in some leagues. So I don't see him holding that number one role when Kendall Wright returns, but we'll see what happens. And then, of course, if you have Delaney Walker, you're going to roll him out there. You have him number four. I have him at number three. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so moving on then to the next to the next matchup. It is the Dallas Cowboys at the Washington Redskins. Of course, on the uh, Dallas side of the ball, we've got Ezekiel Elliott, a running back, uh, who last week he had a pretty – well, he, he had an all right game as far as fantasy points goes. But when you're looking at yards per carry, he only averaged two and a half yards last week. He had 20 carries for 51 yards and a touchdown. Uh, so definitely want to go ahead and see a lot, a little bit better efficiency as far as running the ball this week. Uh, what do you think about him this week? You've got him at number three. so I still believe in him. Last week he let me down dramatically. I wanted a huge game from him. You know, I, I, I was on that train as soon as the Cowboys got him. So I'm hoping he does something this week. I might be a little high on him. I currently have him ahead of Adrian Peterson and Mark Ingram, which I think I might have to turn around because three is pretty high against the Washington. I know D'Angelo Williams ran all over him. That's that's my mindset for having him so high. Yep. I feel like he should be better than D'Angelo Williams this week against Washington. But, you know, he's still a rookie, and we still haven't seen the full Ezekiel Elliott that we sh- were expecting. Yep, and Des Bryant last week he just had a, a pretty pretty awful week. He had one catch for was it, eight yards, I think. He did have five targets, which is still very low. He's the number one re- wide receiver there. You know, 
Hopefully, Dak Prescott it, can realize is that he, soon. Is he? He is <laughs> he should be the number one wide receiver there. A hundred percent. Yeah. What are you What are you trying to say? That Cole Beasley's the new number one there? Hey, whoever's getting the ball and whoever's getting the yards, they're the number one. This I don't care. If, I don't get like personally. I have him ranked twenty four among wide receivers, and the only reason why he's that high is name recognition. I feel like that's still too high for Des Bryant. He is awful without Tony Romo. God fucking awful. Uh, we both have Jason Witten at number nine this week uh, for the tight end position. So if you've got him, you're going to roll him out. Uh, I don't think that that first week was a fluke. I think that Dak Prescott is going to be relying heavily on Jason Witten this year uh, What for at least as long as he's playing. Uh, so if you have him, de- yeah, definitely go ahead and roll him out. What about on the on the Washington side of the ball? Uh, what do you think about the, the running game this week for Matt Jones? Running game? What are you talking? There's no running game over there. <laughs> That's always Chris Thompson. If you're going to start someone at flex, you start him. Matt Jones, dump him, trade him away. That That's my honest opinion. Is if you have Matt Jones, don't put him in your starting lineup. Chris Thompson, maybe in a PPR league. Well, Kirk Cousins last week he did have over 300 yards, but he didn't have any touchdowns. This week you have him at number 14. I've got him at number 15. So we're pretty much uh, even there. What about the wide receivers? I know you love Deshaun Jackson. Mm, I love me some Deshaun Jackson. Yeah, yeah, you've got He's him. A beautiful man. Yeah, you've got him at number twenty-four. I've got him at. I mean, I've got him at twenty-four. You've got him at twenty-one. So he's a, a low-end wide receiver too for us this week. Uh, anybody else worth mentioning in this game? Of course, Jordan Reed. Obviously, if you have him, you're gonna roll him out. Exactly. I've I've talked about Jameson Crowder in the past. It might have gotten cut from the podcast. I really like Jameson Crowder. I feel like as the season progresses, he's gonna get more and more in the fold. He's great out of the slot. Just keep an eye on him moving forward. He's not worth the roster spot just yet, but I do want to bring him up again. Jameson Crowder is getting targets. All right, Kansas City Chiefs at the Houston Texans. So we've got two pretty strong defenses going up against each other here. Uh, We'll start off with the uh, Kansas City Chiefs. Obviously, Spencer Ware had a hell of a game last week. Um, Doesn't look like Jamal Charles is going to be getting any playing time this week, is he? Nah, doesn't look like it. I don't think he's practiced at all. Yeah, I mean, even if he is almost ready to go because of the performance that Spencer Ware had in week one, I would feel comfortable if I were the Chiefs to roll Spencer Ware out there one more week and give Jamal Charles another week to rest. I know he's probably dying to play, but you need to get 100% first. Mm-hmm. Completely agree. And on the other side, we have Lamar Miller. I currently have him at one with 28 carries last week. If he replicates that again against Kansas City, Melvin Gordon had two touchdowns against them. If he could do that, Lamar Miller can get 20. Yeah, they they so. they ran the ball a ton last week. They had 32 rushes for 155 yards. I'm talking about the Chargers against the Chiefs last week. So they gave up almost five yards per carry and two touchdowns on the ground. So it, it's looking like a pretty nice matchup here for Lamar Miller. So no blaming you for having him number one. I've got him at number four myself. Yeah. Yep. And so we got Macklin. I love Macklin. If you, I have him as my twentieth wide receiver. I think he's a high end number two wide receiver. He's gonna get the targets. He's the only wide receiver over there. So just keep an eye on him. I I I trade for him in a couple of leagues. I just love the targets he's getting. Yep, I've got him at number twenty three. So I've got him as a low end wide receiver two there. Uh, let's see here. The what Hopkins. About, obviously Hopkins. Yeah, you're gonna roll him out. I've got him at number six. You've got him at number five. What about Will Fuller? What do you have him this week? I currently have him at 34. We're both agreeing on that yep. one. Um, I do feel like it was complete game planning. I don't feel like they're going to catch the offense off guard as much. I do feel like he'll get his 70 yards, 80 yards this week. When you have Hopkins on the other side, you're going to be open at some point. So just keep track of that. He's going to be nice. He's going to be nice to roll in and out of your lineups throughout the season. 
Yep. And next up, we have the Miami Dolphins at the New England Patriots. So our Dolphins, what, what do you think? We're going to pull off an upset this week or what? Oh, boy. Last week, we played against one of the best teams in the NFL, and we held our own. I don't feel like the Patriots are at the same level as the Seattle Seahawks, and I think we could take them. Oh, we should have won come, that game last week. We're going to come out with some fucking fire, man. Damn it. Should have had that game, man. I know. Dominic Sue should have stepped on the other ankle, too. Yeah, or his neck. <laughs> or, or, or his hand. His hand is fine. Relax. <laughs> okay. All right. My bad. My bad. Yeah. Um, um, so, go ahead. All right. So as far as the Miami Dolphins go, we've got Arian Foster at the running back position. He had a pretty nice game last week. He, he, had, he had, what, almost 100 yards? Yeah. You're actually a little higher on Arian Foster this week than I am. You have him at number 20. I have him at number 25. Uh, what about the wide receiver side? Obviously, uh, uh, Jarvis Landry, you've got him at number 17. I've got him at number 19. So... He's a wide receiver, too, for us here both this week. Um, Parker on... is making his debut. I have Parker number 63. Jesus Christ, did you have him at 78? You want to make a board bet on that one? If Parker's playing, he's going to get some targets. Okay, so what's the bet? <laughs> um, Okay, Devontae Parker finishes in... I will bet that he doesn't finish in the top 40. All right, I bet that Devontae Parker will finish in the top 40. All right, so top 40 then for you. Yep. All right, I'll take outside of the top 40 then. I'm going to move them up just for that All right. one. All right, uh, person keeping track of these bets, send us an email. <laughs> um, yeah. So there's also Chris Hogan that you get. I mean, there's so many wide receivers to keep track of in New England. There's Chris Hogan, Julian Edelman. Where do you have Julian Edelman this week? Julian Edelman, I have him. 27. 27. I have him at 23. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, I've got him. I've got him just outside the top twenty-four. There, I've got him as a high-end wide receiver three this week. You know who might have a big game? And we didn't really talk about much last week. Legarrette Blunt. All right, they're going to be running. They're going to be running the ball a lot. Against, especially against that nasty-ass pass rush the Dolphins have. They're going to need to get the ball in Blunt's hands and just try and plow through. I think I currently have him twenty-six. You have him twenty-seven. I think he's going to be a sneaky. High-end number two by the end of the week. He's going to get so much work. And James White's interesting, too, because, I mean, Garoppolo's going to be getting getting bull rushed by those Cameron Wake and Williams this week. It's going to be crazy. I feel like it's going to be awesome. And then, of course, Rob Gronkowski, he, he practiced again today, like we talked about in the news section. So if he's if he's good, if he's an active starter, then obviously you're going to go ahead and put him in, in your in your team. Um, you know, There's no question about that. If he's active, you're playing him. All right, moving on. We've got the Baltimore Ravens at the Cleveland Browns. So, what do you think about this game here? Who do you have? I've I've got the Ravens in this game. I, honestly, we don't to spend too much time on this. Yeah. Yes, you're you're not playing anyone on on any team. Maybe you're playing Barnage. I would play. Yeah, I, I was about to say Barnage. I mean, the reports are what well, Josh McCown is going to be starting this week, right? Yeah. I mean, you're not playing Forsett. You might play Barnage if McCown's a starter. And you're not playing Duke. You might play Crowell if you if you're in a nasty pinch, but that's it. I think we can move on from there. All right, 49ers at the Panthers. Carlos Hyde had a pretty nice week one there, but he's going up against one of the toughest defenses against the Carolina Panthers. What do you think of Carlos Hyde's chances this week? Bro, I have him at 25, and I don't have him any of my leagues. Yeah, I've got him at number I, 22 I, myself. I am I am staying away from Carlos Hyde. Pick up Sean Drone though, for real. Yep. Uh, and then, of course, the on the Panther side of the ball, because that's really all we're going to talk about on the 49ers. Uh, you gonna, Jeremy Curley. You want to talk about Jeremy Curley at all? 
no, just just keep track of him. See what his targets are and see what his perceptions are. If he's gonna get five yard, fifty yards a game, don't worry about it. Yeah, if if he if he gets you know six, seven, eight catches again for you know ninety to one hundred yards, then that's I, I would definitely going to consider dra- pick him up on my team. I don't have him in any of my teams yet. I don't think yeah. I, I think he's still available in most leagues also. So yeah, nah, Blaine Gabbert's throwing to him. Fuck that. <laughs> All right, so on the Carolina side, Kelvin Benjamin's the only guy I really know. I mean, Greg Olson, obviously, we know where he Jonathan is. Jonathan Stewart. Have John Stewart, yeah. Kelvin Benjamin, um, last week we, had, we ranked him outside the top 24. This week, we both have him in our top 12. Actually, you have him at 13. I have him at 13. I, I have him at 9. If you have him, you start him. I think if he's getting that volume of targets, you have to roll him out there. He's he's going to be a – he was a steal come draft day, and he's going to be – I think a low end number one wide receiver the rest of the way. He looked completely healthy week one. All right. And next up will be the Cincinnati Bengals at the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers on the Bengals side of the ball. AJ green had a monster week last week. That's a no brainer there. I have him at number four this week. You've got him at number two. Um, Obviously he's going up against a little bit of a tougher defense than he did last week. Um, As far as running game goes, Jeremy Hill, Gio Bernard. If you've got Jeremy Hill, you're going to roll him out. Gio Bernard, if you've got any other options available, uh, you know, go ahead and consider them instead. I've got him at number thirty. You have him at number twenty-eight. Um, you're obviously not, you're, you're not high on we're not high on Jeremy Hill either. But if you got to pick one of the two, you're going to go with Jeremy Hill here. I actually, well, I have him back to back. Yeah, we I have him twenty-seven, twenty-eight. You have him twenty-eight, thirty. Honestly, if I if I had to pick one and I and it was for a flex, I'd play Geo just because the reception opportunity. I That's feel like he'll have. I have him ranked differently, but if I had to pick one and I had both, I'd pick Geo. Just yeah, I think there's be more opportunity in this game for Geo to get to score. All right, on the Pittsburgh side of the ball, um, obviously if you have D'Angelo Williams, you're going to play on Big Ben as well. Uh, but we'll talk about the wide receivers here, uh, specifically Eli Rogers. Last week, obviously he had a pretty good game, but that was mostly because Marcus Wheaton was out. Or is it? Do you think he's going to have a good game this week, or do you think Marcus Wheaton is going to go ahead and step back in? If Wheaton comes, if Wheaton's playing. You know, Eli Rogers goes back to where he was. He's still going to be a slot, but we should get some targets away from him. Eli Rogers, I have a 50. You have him 51. I mean, this hasn't been official of Wheaton's playing, but if he is, just keep track of that. I have Wheaton at 67. So he, I'll move him up as we find out if he's going to play or not. Just keep track of that. But I don't think Eli Rogers is going to have that crazy-ass game like he did last week, against, especially against that Cincinnati defense. They are nasty. Yeah, if Marcus Wheaton is out again this week, then I'll move, I'll move Eli Rogers up a little bit, but not a whole lot. All right, next up is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the Arizona Cardinals. Jameis Winston had a hell of a game last week. He had four touchdowns against the Falcons. I don't expect him to get four touchdowns again this week, but he should still be serviceable. I have him right now at number 13. You've got him at number 17. Uh, Doug Martin, obviously he's a must-start every week. Uh, you have him at number 19. I've got him at number 17. So a low-end running back, too, for us this week. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Goddamn Zeke, I tell you. Uh, Vincent Jackson is the only guy I kind of want to talk about. I mean, he was getting so many targets last week. Just keep track of that. If he's still getting those targets, eventually that's going to turn into fancy points. He's definitely worth rostering at this point. Yeah, but going up against a tough Cardinals defense, I've got him in the 40s. So I have him at 43. You've got him at 45 this week. Yeah, and you're staying away from those tight ends for now until it clears up. I mean, Austin Safran Jenkins did get the touchdown, but Brait did get the targets and more receptions. So just keep track of that. It's really whoever 
Whoever comes out to be the number one tight end will be a fantasy starter, but right now it's a mess. All right, next up we have the Seattle Seahawks at the Los Angeles Rams. Russell Wilson, who did have that uh, ankle injury last week, he is expected to go ahead and roll out there. He's going to be playing in a little bit of pain, but otherwise I think he's going to be fine going up against the Rams. This is going to be the inaugural game, well, for this Los Angeles Rams team anyway, at the LA Coliseum. Um, you know, Thomas Rawls is going to be a full start this week. You have him at... Mm-hmm. I have him at 30. I have him at 21, right? Uh, the interesting interesting ranking here that I want to go ahead and talk about real quick was Doug Baldwin. You have him at number 33 this week among wide receivers. I have him at number 14. Um, you know, last week he had nine catches for 92 yards and a touchdown. It doesn't matter what kind of defense you're going up against. Nine catches is pretty damn L- good. Okay, L.A. always plays hard. Russell Wilson is injured. I don't believe in that O-line. So if they are bringing the rush hard, he won't have any time to throw the ball. Thomas Rawls is coming off a serious injury. He's going to play his first full game back. If Thomas Rawls is effective, yes, Doug Baldwin will be good. But I don't believe Thomas Rawls is going to be effective, hence why I have him at 30. So that's 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 the whole basis off my rankings. I don't believe in the Seattle offense. Off the, I feel off like the top of your head, off the top of your head, how many sacks did the LA Rams get last week against the 49ers? Honestly, I bet they zero. had zero sacks last week. All right, so Look, that they they they're playing at home, their home opener in a new city. Okay, Seattle struggled against what everyone thought would be a four and a four and fifteen team in the Miami Dolphins. Okay, they struggled against Miami Dolphins in the world of fans and in the world of football. The Dolphins are supposed to be terrible. So, just that may, are, should you be panicking if you're a Seattle fan? Yes. If you don't believe in the Miami Dolphins, so I think LA is going to play them harder. They're a divisional; it's a division game. I don't believe in anyone offensively against Seattle this week. All right, <laughs> I'm benching them all. Does that make sense? I, I, I hear you. I mean, it doesn't make sense to me, but I, I understand what you're saying. Um, all right, we'll go ahead. We'll so you, you hate Doug Baldwin. <laughs> That's pretty much it. I hate Seattle's offense this year in general. All right. Probably because you couldn't, you weren't able to draft any of them. That's why you're hating. Fuck you, Dale. He took Tyler Lockett from me, from right underneath. <laughs> All right, we'll talk about the the Los Angeles Rams here. Uh, Todd Gurley, really the the only one to to, mm. to have any fantasy significance here. And last week he was pretty terrible. Uh, hoping for a bounce back here, even though he is facing one of the tougher defenses in Seattle. I have him at number eleven this week. You've got him at number ten. So, I mean, still he's still technically <sighs> in your top ten, but. I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't feel. I wouldn't feel too comfortable starting him this week. Obviously, you're going to start him if you have him. But, I, you know, I just. I'm not happy I, I with thought it. about benching him. I thought yep. about it, but if the Seattle Seattle defense is all they have, so if, they, if they're going to be in games, they have to have a good defense, and that's what they're going to focal point on is just playing good defense because the offense is going to be atrocious. Next up is the Atlanta Falcons at the Oakland Raiders. We'll talk about the Falcons here first. Devontae Freeman, what happened last week? Oh. I don't know, man, but apparently he has a calf injury, so that's something to keep track of. Uh, what's it? <laughs> was it a calf quadricep injury? Is that, are they the same thing? I don't. I don't. I think quad is your chest, and calf is. We're, we're terrible analysis. No, quad, <laughs> I have, your quad is your thigh, I believe. Is it okay? Oh God, we're we're All gonna right, get well, we're I gonna get Freeman so many at, fucking hate this week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have Freeman at twenty-one. You have him fourteen. I think I might be a little low on. Him, I guess, especially against that Oakland defense. I mean, they, they did let a lot of points go against Drew Brees, so I, I'm just worried about Tevin Coleman eating into his love. So yeah, it, 
That might be a little low. It on was me. definitely a lot more timeshare uh, last week than I than I would be I'd comfortable with. Um, you know, I definitely much rather see like a 70-30 split instead. But it was pretty even last weekend with the injury. That, Tevin Coleman looked like the better running and, back. That's what's scary. <laughs> and with the injury that Devontae Freeman is currently dealing with, I would expect them to have a, a you know that same kind of timeshare idea for this week going up against the Raiders. Um, you know, on the other side of the ball, of course, for the Oakland Raiders, we'll start off with Latavius Murray. We both have him at our top ten. You've got him at number nine. I've got him at number ten. You're rolling him out there with confidence against the Falcons. Um, you know, last mm-hmm. week the Falcons gave up four passing touchdowns. So, what are you thinking about this week for the for the Raiders receivers? Well, you know, the thing about the Raiders is Cooper and Crabtree are great, but none of them ever put up the massive points. So, I currently have them ranked. I know. You consider it low. I have them 19 and 18. I like them as number two wide receivers. I don't believe them to be number one wide receivers. They don't have big games because they're both so good. And Carr has those two great options that they could both score points. So, I mean, they hurt each other's value, but they also help each other because they both, you know, require a number one cornerback. Yeah, I mean, last week, Michael Crabtree had one more catch than Amari Cooper, but Cooper had 137 receiving yards on 11 targets. I expect Cooper to be a top 10 wide receiver this week. I have him at number nine. Crabtree, I have him at number 23. So, you know, he is going to be a, t- a low-end wide receiver too this week. So if you have him and you want to go ahead and punch him in your flex, uh, I've got no problem with that at all. Right? Yeah. I, I think Crabtree's more than a flex. I would like him as a number Okay. Two. All right. Well, next up we have the Jacksonville Jaguars at the San Diego Chargers. Uh, obviously, we, we know that uh, Chris Ivory was released from the hospital. We don't expect him to play this week. So what do you think about TJ Yeldon this week? I currently have TJ Yeldon ranked relatively high in comparison to most people. I don't know. What do you I've got him at number 26 this week. So I have him as a high-end running back three. You've got him at number 23. So you have my low-end running back number two. Uh, it sounds like for you, though, if you have him, you want to start him. I have him in all – I actually have him in all my leagues. I feel like he fell really far in the drafts for the amount of carries he should get. You know, especially Even with Chris Ivory there, Chris Ivory is going to be the goal line back. But Yeldon is still effective out of the pass as he showed last week. Um, if you have him start him, especially after last week, Spencer Ware was fucking amazing against pass over 100 yards and a touchdown last week. I, I believe Yeldon is better than Spencer Ware, and I believe he should. I don't know about that. Be viable in the past. It's questionable. That's now. very questionable. <laughs> Ware, well, I feel like he should. You you think Yeldon was better than Ware considering their positions? So, um, but yeah, I think Yeldon. So you but, think Yeldon in Chiefs uniform would do better than Spencer Ware? Yeah. I do. Uh, I don't know about that. All right. Well, okay. Okay. Uh, if if Ivory's out, I will say TJ Yeldon scores more points than Spencer Ware. Um, no, I say I say he doesn't. I say I take Spencer Ware all, all right. day. Okay. All right. This is a good. This is a good matchup. They both have really good matches. Sp- Spencer Ware at Houston this week and TJ Yeldon at San Diego this week. Okay. So I have a better matchup. You actually. do. Ha- you do have a better matchup. <laughs> But I'm still going to go ahead and take Spencer Ware there over T.J. Yeldon. Yep. Um, I do like T.J. Yeldon, though. And uh, on the other side, we have Melvin Gordon for the San Diego And Danny Woodhead. Yeah, um, could... And Danny Woodhead. Jesus Christ, right? That guy is a... I, I don't know what it is about Danny Woodhead, but he get he gets the ball and he fucking goes. Yeah, I currently have number 24 and Melvin Gordon 22, but I wouldn't be surprised if I had to flip him by midseason. They're both really, really good. And Jacksonville has a decent defense. I mean, it held Lacey in check, so that's why I have him kind of low. Last week, I had Melvin Gordon in my top 
15, so I moved down a little bit. So we'll see what happens. Yep. Next up would be the Indianapolis Colts at the Denver Broncos. Uh, no Peyton Manning anymore, so it's that storyline is completely mm-hmm. gone. Uh, but we've got the Colts at the Broncos. It should be a great matchup here. Um, who are you taking in this game? I what? I took I, I took the Panthers last week against the Broncos, and I was wrong. So I I took the Broncos. I'm taking the Broncos. I have I currently have this is this is bold. I have Andrew Luck at 18. That's that's ridiculous. I, he he's look guys Andrew Luck is not elite. I want everyone to forget about his college years. He had one elite season. He is not an elite quarterback. He had a good week last week against a bad defense. Everyone get off his dick. He's not good. He has good weapons around him. Philip Dostoevsky, you know Moncrief and T Y Hilton. But Andrew Luck is not an elite quarterback. Wow. Yeah, against Denver, he's gonna get eaten alive. He is gonna get fucking eaten alive. They have a terrible O line and no running game. What the, what the fuck do you think is going to happen, Richard? He's going to get swallowed. Well, he has got he had 385 yards last week and four touchdowns. You said it's a terrible defense. Um, obviously, the Broncos is a and much, much harder matchup this week than... At mile yeah. high. At mile high. He's going to get murdered. Well, uh, let's, let, let, me, let me take a look here at something. I will say Andrew Luck finishes outside the top Den- 20. Yeah, Denver's currently favored by six in this game. So... Uh, yeah, uh, you take into Broncos. Obviously, that's that's the the smart pick there. But I have Andrew Luck here at number eleven. I think he's going to give you a top twelve performance either way. He might throw a couple of interceptions here and there, but he still has the opportunity to throw a couple of scores, maybe about two hundred fifty to three hundred yards, warranting him about the, the number twelve, about a top twelve uh, standing in there. So, if if you're bold, you start Matt Ryan over him. If you're a man, you start Matt Ryan over him. Well, I've got Philip Rivers. Yeah, I've got Matt Ryan at number fourteen. You have him in the top ten. You got him at number nine. Yeah, after Drew Brees just destroyed him, I think Julio Jones and Sanu can definitely make some noise this week against Oakland. I mean, I know it's Oakland coming home. You know, they're pretty good at home, but God, Julio Jones and Sanu—they looked pretty beastly last week. <laughs> and of course, we've got the Green Bay Packers at the Minnesota Vikings here this week. Uh, what do you what are your thoughts on this game? Man, I own Aaron Rodgers, and I love me some Aaron Rodgers, but I feel like the Vikings might have a top two, three defense this week, and I feel like it's going to be tough. Um, I bo- I have Jory Nelson and Randall Cobb in the top 15, but not the top 10. Um, yeah, I feel like they're gonna. it's going to be a tough game. I mean, the only way they're going to win games this week, Minnesota is going gonna, is gonna to be through defense. Yep, I've got Jordy Nelson at number 12 and Randall Cobb at number 21. As far as Eddie Lacy goes, I have him – Currently at number 15, you have him at number 17 this week. So a mid-range RB2 for the both of us there. Uh, and then Lacey lost a lot of weight, but doesn't mean a damn thing. I guess he's still a shitty running back. Uh, you're confident You're confident. Adrian Peterson is going to be in the top five this week. You've got him at number four. I currently have a number eight. I didn't like what I saw last week. He, he just looked sluggish. He wasn't able to get, get much going last week. Um, but I still have him in the top ten because he merits it. He is still Adrian Peterson, but... You know, it wasn't it wasn't a good showing there this week, so we're definitely hoping for a bounce back for him. Yeah, I mean, still AJ Peterson. I have to keep him in there. He's gonna get the work. I I just have faith. You know, you got to keep faith. You know. Yep. And the Maybe. and now the last matchup, the Monday night game, is the Philadelphia Eagles at the Chicago Bears. This should be the Eagles all day here. Chicago just didn't look that good last week. Uh, what are your thoughts on this game? Uh, you know, it's not that interesting. I mean, fantasy wise, you got Jordan Matthews, and you got Ryan. You got Matthews, Ryan Matt. You have Ryan Matthews in your top twelve this week. You've got him at number twelve. 
oh, I mean, they just released it. They're going to feed that motherfucker the ball, man. Yes, Ryan Matthews is really, really good. I mean, if he gets to work against that shitty-ass defense in Chicago, he's going to be awesome. You want to make a board bet What's on this? What's the bet? Um, Alright, how about I play a name game with okay. you? This is for the rest of the season, okay? Ryan Matthews or Jonathan Stewart? Ryan Matthews. Ryan Matthews or LaShawn McCoy? LaShawn McCoy. Okay. Ryan Matthews or DeMarco Murray? DeMarco Murray. Ryan Matthews or Eddie Lacy? Eddie Lacy. Really? Yeah. Eddie Lacy over Ryan yes. Matthews? Devontae Freeman or, or Ryan Matthews? Devontae Freeman. Ooh. Really? Yes. After Ryan Matthews is the workhorse. I just want to say that he is the yes, workhorse. Yes, he is. Freeman will get... Maybe 12 carries. Ryan Matthews will get 22. Oh, we got to see. I'm just put... Okay, Latavius Murray, Ryan Matthews, my last one. <laughs> that's that's a little closer, but I'm still I'm still liking Latavius Murray. I don't know, man. I, I think if Ryan Matthews stays healthy, which is a big if, I know it's Ryan Matthews, he will finish his top 12 wide running back this year. If he's getting that amount of work and that, you know, very usable offense, you know, they're better than they were last year with Jordan Matthews and, you know, uh, Green Beckham and Aguilar are finally showing up. They're gonna be they're gonna be good. And Darren Sproles, that's a good offense. Yep. As far as on the on the bear side of the ball, Jeremy Langford, you've got him at number fifteen this week. I have him at number twenty. Uh, for the wide receivers, you've got Austin Jeffrey at number seven. I've got him at number eight. Um, I just want to say one thing about Langford. We didn't talk a lot about him on the podcast. There was a lot of hate going to Langford, but if he's, I mean, that is another workhorse in the NFL. There, I guess they're coming back because Langford got all the work last week. All the work. He's definitely usable. If, he, if, if a running back saying that much work, you got to roll him out there. He is the workhorse on that. Yep. Offense. Last week he had 17 carries for 57 yards, so he only had three and a half yards per carry. Um, he had two catches for six yards. He did get a touchdown on the ground, but other than that, if it wasn't for that touchdown, it would have been a pretty dud game for him last week. But he mm-hmm. was playing against the Texans, so. Yeah. I agree. But, you know, if Langford's getting the ball, if, I, I want running backs to get the ball. Corral is going to be very usable. He's going to finish top 15, surprisingly. He's not very good. But if you're running backs getting the ball that much, you have to have him. Yep. All right. Any Anybody else you wanted to go ahead and talk about here this week? Uh, you mentioned Mohamed Sanu earlier. We didn't really touch on him in the Falcons preview. But definitely keep an eye on him. It looks like Atlanta finally has a, a pretty decent wide receiver, too, there. So uh, definitely keep an eye on that. You mentioned Isaiah Crow as well. well. Uh, definitely want to keep an eye on yeah. him. Yeah. Who uh, who's your boy for this week? Who who's someone you want to plant your flag on? I I picked mine to be the the Giants wide receivers. Who are yours? Uh, so the Giants wide receivers. Yeah, those are mine. I I guess you could, I, I, if you have Shepard, Cruz, if you, and you're you're in a pinch, you start both those guys this week. Okay, let me see. I wanted to do um, I wanted to do the Giants receivers versus the Oakland receivers. What do you think? You want to do Odell Beckham, Amari Cooper, um, and Shepard and Crabtree? Yeah, sure. Two and two. All right, you want to put that yeah, on the board? Yeah, I'll, I'll take. The, I'll take. Website? Yeah, I'll <laughs> take Crabtree and Cooper this week over OBJ and Sterling Shepard. That's bold. That's really fucking bold. I'll fucking that, right? take it. And we'll, we'll we'll go ahead and we'll see what the combined what what the combined numbers are for fantasy points, and then we'll talk about it next week. All right, and Devontae Parker's making his debut against the Patriots. Hopefully, he sit him. Um, Kenny Stills. Sit him. You're not playing him. Sit Kenny Stills. Release him. You're not playing Devontae Parker. 
But, but, but keep track of it because De- Kenny Stills should be dropped by the Miami Dolphins. Should never play in the NFL again. Hopefully Devontae Parker's viable. All right. All right, well, that about wraps it up then for this week's episode. I hope that, well, not this week's episode, but th- today's episode at least. Hope you guys enjoyed it, and we'll see you next time. Yeah, guys, stay on drugs, for, or if you're addicted, get off of it. Mm, in my zone, no lie. And we like to play till the sun go down. Yeah, we like to play till the sun go down. And we take that town, and we take that town. Till the sun go down Yeah, we like to play till the sun go down Then we take that down Then we take that down Ooh, I feel I'm stowling Cherry red, chariot of stallions We don't deal with money Only blood gets the crowd in Lounging, free drinks by the fountain Gold can't save you But I know who died for your medallion Cold, the black cat uh, Black cat, black card Quick, snatch that uh, He snatched that Come with me Tell me just what you see you say blood on the leaves, I say blood on the tree. Working the grave shift, yeah. somewhere in Vegas, yeah. making your payments yeah. till you get famous. Yeah. Flirting with filthy rags, careful she close to rap. Only way out the jungle is if you lie in the land, lie in the land. Mm, my, my soul, no lie. And we like to play till the sun go down. Yeah, we like to play till the sun go down. Then we take that town, then we take that town. Chains, poison inside the veins. Even if we was able, we still would cater the game. Tinted outside the whip, cause you tinted inside the frame. Only two options be a slave to be free or be free to be a slave. I don't know. I'd probably be somewhere playing dominoes. What and what I didn't have, like six pack abdominals. In Miami, passing on mana and boyo tropical. For me, it wasn't optional. When Jesus had dominoes, yeah, he called that audible. Now you bump this audio in your five seater. We turn your speakers to preachers. We speak up to wake the creatures. Like run from the heat and turn around towards the lion that gives birth to the sheep. Yeah. Till the sun go down. Yeah, we like to play till the 